We're on the road with Mickey, we're gonna have some fun. Regardless of the rain or sun, our trip has just begun. So buckle up, let's go, we're about to start the show. And maybe if you like us, you'll see where else we'll go. Hey everyone, I'm Mike, and she's Sophie. And she's Brenda. Hi everyone. And he's Grogu, and we're on the road with Mickey. This is episode 121 for May 9th, 2022, and our feature topic is The Lands of the Magic Kingdom. This is part two, where we wrap up our look at the different lands and list 10 things that we love about each of our lands. But first, we've got some cheddar from the big cheese, and we got some big cheese and I'm going to let Brenda start us off. We got some great news for the first time in two years. Two Mickey's years. Mickey's Not So Scary Halloween Party will be back this year at Magic Kingdom. Yay! Yay! We are so excited. Yes. And it's going to run from August 12th to October 31st. Everything you need to know and love about the party is coming back. The Headless Horseman will be leading the parade. The Booty You Parade will be back. It's going to be so awesome. So the cost for the tickets is $109 to $199 plus tax per person, but we don't know date specific yet on the cost of the tickets. But if you're a resort guest, you can buy tickets beginning on May 12th. And if you are a non-resort guest, you can buy them beginning May 18th. Yay! Yeah. And I, I actually was guest. looking at that. And... Like August and early September is when you can get those 109 tickets. Yeah. Um, I was looking at a possible trip September for like the Labor Day weekend. Oh and September gosh. 2nd, the September 2nd party is a Friday and tickets are $109 each. Oh, and I'm well, thinking there you go. that might be that might be what we do. There you go. It's on Sophie's list of 22 things she wants to do in 2022, right, Sophie? Yes, it is. And there you always, go. That sounds like a great plan. Disney, so. mm -hmm. And I'm already thinking about what I'm going to dress up as. My dad said he's not going to, but that's not going to stop me. That's right. That's right. So that's more fantastic. on that later. More on that later. Oh, yeah. I wish I lived so close so I could just drive over. But yeah, we're doing a New England uh, trip this year to see the fall foliage. So oh, we're doing that in so October. Cool. So that cuts me out of being able to go to Disney in September. Oh. Doggone it. Yeah. I should be independently wealthy. But I'm not. So <laughs> you what know. can you do? Everyone it should be independently wealthy. Yeah. yeah. Unfortunately, we can't all be independently wealthy. That's true. All right, so y'all get a new trip. Yeah, maybe we're not done. We haven't signed up yet, so yep. More on that later. Yeah. All right. Well then, my next one is about purses because you all know how much I love purses, and while this isn't necessarily a lounge fly purse, it's still a very good one nonetheless. And I'm talking about some new dirt. Dooney and Burke merchandise that has been released in and it's themed around Remy's Ratatouille adventure. Oh, they have a new tote bag, a satchel bag, and a crossbody bag, a, 
inspired by the movie and the attraction, and you can find them all at shopdisney.com. I did not get a chance to go look at them quite yet, but I plan on doing so, and you'll hear my thoughts. Cute! Yeah. That sounds cute! Um, and normally, we don't really say when we're recording, but today, I want to let everyone know that we are recording on May 4th for the May 9th episode. And um, as everyone knows, that is what we call Star Wars Day. And may the fourth be with you is what we want to say. But Sophie has a special guest that she wants to share also, um, who's been on the podcast before. But Yeah, he doesn't like to make an appearance normally, but... We have FA9 to go along with Grogu. And we all want to say to everybody... May, May the, the fourth be with, with you. you. <laughs> and um, that's all. You know, I didn't have any cheddar for me, so today's today's date is the cheddar. Yeah, but um, yeah. if that's you go if you go to the on the road with Mickey group, my friend Lori had shared on her page, and I grabbed it and shared it in the group. If you go to the group, there is a mashup of um. Kylo Ren and Ray from the last episode of Star Wars and it's 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 um from when they go up against Palpatine at the very end and it is put to the music of I need a hero. <gasps> I remember oh, that video. Oh. It was all and, over TikTok for a while. Oh my gosh, it is so I have to awesome. go check it out. It's amazing. You have to go to the group and see it, or you, or Google it on YouTube or whatever. Oh, it the is lightning so... strikes. The lightning strikes are literally on point with the music. It's it as is if so cool. It's amazing. Cool. It is so it's amazing. Cool. People can like figure that out. What song? Yeah. And, oh my goodness, really? Not me. Not yes. me. <laughs> it's a gift. <laughs> but anyway, so that is our cheddar from the big cheese, and today. We are going to conclude our look at the lands of the Magic Kingdom. This is part two, and we're looking at Tomorrowland and Frontierland and Main Street USA. Now, Brenda is covering Tomorrowland. Sophie is going to cover Frontierland, and I am taking Main Street USA. So, Brenda... I've got you going first. So Oh, you have me going first. I well, have you going first. So I just want to send a shout out to, uh, I was looking for a picture of the new Tomorrowland sign online. And there's this Ziggy does Disney or Dis- Ziggy loves Disney or something. Anyway, he had this sign that I'm using as my background. So thank you very much. Um, so when talking about Tomorrowland, of course, it's ride heavy. I mean, you yeah. know. Yeah. But uh, aside from attractions, I also focused on food and I focused on other special elements so mm-hmm. and experiences. So I'll start with the first attraction, which, of course, for all of us is Carousel of Progress, because, I mean, <laughs> how could it not be? How could exactly. it not be? <laughs> so Carousel of Progress is, you know, you just don't even need words to say. So there you no. go. Yeah. That's it. You know me. what? I do have something I want to say. Oh, awesome. What? It's a great, big, beautiful tomorrow. Isn't it, though? 
<laughs> Thank God for that. There's yeah. only yes. one thing that can be said about the Carousel of Progress. What is and that? that's for you to just sing the song. Exactly. That's right. So that's right. No. <laughs> okay. Not right now. Okay. Maybe later. Not right now. Right now. <laughs> later. Later. <laughs> All right. Well, who's next? Who's next, Mike? Sophie is next. Ah. I suppose I am next. Okay. Right. Well, if we're going to talk about the best part of Tomorrowland first, then I guess I ought to talk about the best part of Frontierland first. Okay. And depending on who you ask, my opinion may be a little controversial. So I'm just going to go with my opinion instead of many other people's opinion. And I'm going to say Splash Mountain. Splash Mountain is the best for you. Yes, it is. Okay. I don't get to ride it often, but mm -hmm. I love that ride. I remember when I didn't, but I love it now, and that's what matters. Exactly. Yes. That is what matters. That's exactly what matters. And on a blistering hot Florida day, it definitely oh, yeah. cools you off as long as you have a heavier set person sitting behind you. <laughs> I never I thought of that. Daddy, you sit behind me. <laughs> I never thought of that. It's so sad funny. because my mom absolutely hates going on that ride because she always gets soaking wet and she always wears a white shirt. Oh. I love going on that ride because I want to get soaking wet so that I can cool off from the summer heat, but it always ends up where my mom is the one drenched and feeling uncomfortable and I don't even get like two drops of water on me. Really? Yeah. I get drenched often. I often get drenched on that ride. I don't well, get not, very wet drenched, on Splash but my, Mountain. When my shorts are wet, it's uncomfortable. I don't yeah. often get wet on Splash Mountain. I get wet. I get soaked most of the time on Cali River. Rapids. Oh yeah, for sure. Me and too. I love it. I, I that's love why it. I sit next to you, daddy, because again, the heavy summer set. heat. Yeah, yeah, summer heat. Yeah. Definitely. Those are two good good ones. That's a great choice, Sophie. Yeah. All right. Well, that's a good start. And since Carousel of Progress, Splash Mountain, I've got to give my props to the what is, in my opinion, the best part of Main Street USA. And that is the Walt Disney World Railroad. Well, you know, there you go. The WDW sure. Railroad. God, yeah. I, I am, I, I can, I can see it in my mind when I'm able to ride it again. It's like, it's almost like I'm going through withdrawals, you know, because it's been so. I remember 2012, um, Sophie and Maddie and River, three of our. You know, Sophie and two of her friends and, and our families, we went to Disney together and we booked them Bibbidi Bobby Boutique. So the moms all went with the girls to Bibbidi Bobby Boutique. And Neil and I and Isaiah, his son, we went on the Walt Disney World Railroad. And because Isaiah loved trains. Oh, awesome. And what an we awesome rode time. all the way around and it was so cool. And I can see myself when when I'm able to ride the railroad again, I can see myself riding like eight times around and, and having no problem whatsoever. Yeah. <laughs> yes. You know, they probably Indeed. would say, uh, 
get in, you get off. I'm like, what? You have to get off and get in the line again. <laughs> but anyway, that's that's I can't wait until I can do the railroad again. Yeah. You yep, know? I can't I wait mean, either. Let me think. Know. When's Tron coming out? Tron's Not the one that next year. I think twenty twenty three. But we have a prediction. Hopefully that will come true that we'll be able to do the Walt Disney World Railroad this year. Fingers crossed still. Fingers crossed. That's all we can do. Yep. All right. So Walt Disney World Railroad is the first one on my list. That's a great choice. That is a wonderful choice. All right. Brenda, you're well, back. Number second two. on my list is, you know, our second favorite in Tomorrowland, which is, of course, the People Mover, the TTA. Oh, yeah. Yes. There's no better way to see the park, right? And that's like... That's all of our jam. I mean, we're TTA people. That's why our meetup's going to be right there. Uh-huh. Yes. Yes. So, and just a reminder, good segue. Hey. But June 18th, Magic Kingdom. We're going to go over to the People Mover around 2.30 is when we're going to meet up. We're going to hang out there for a little bit, see who shows up. And when it's just Brenda and her family and me and our family then you know if that's all it is that's all it is and that's okay but i see I think no issue be, with that i don't either and i think there will be others though i think chris and chrissy and their family are going to be there Yay. and so and it's i think be so much fun i think maybe um my niece stephanie and my sister and awesome. these girls might be there Oh, don't tell them because I haven't seen Stephanie forever. Yeah, I know. And so, so there is, I think there, and my, of course, my mom's going to be there. Um, so I think we might have a it's pretty gonna good, be a party, pretty good yes, crew. It is. So, <laughs> so anyway, All right. party in the house. That's, well, that's what we're looking that's at. My number two. That's a good one. That's a yes. great one, in fact. And you know. The TTA, ride it once during the day, ride it again when it's night. Definitely, yes. Absolutely. Find that time, do it. You will not disappoint. That's right. All right, Sophie. All right. Well, I talked about one mountain, and that is the the biggest thing about Frontierland, is that not only does it have the one mountain, it also has two mountains. Yes, it does. Which, in my opinion, makes it the land with the most mountains. I can't think of another one that has more. You can't. But since we're on the theme of mountains, Big Thunder Mountain Railroad. Yeah. That yes. ride, that ride, I have loved forever. Mm-hmm. I, it is a wonderful ride. And when you ride it as much as I do... <laughs> <laughs> you begin to notice things about it. Yeah, you do. Yeah. Yeah, and you need to ride it at all times of the day. You need to ride it in the morning, noon, and night, and that only then will you be able to get the full experience that is the wildest ride in the wilderness. That's right. Very good. <laughs> good job, so good. And little tip that we have, and I think it still applies, but mm-hmm. If you want to get on Big Thunder Mountain Railroad at a time when there won't be as long a line, do it when they're doing the fireworks. 
do it when they're doing the fireworks. And most of the time, it's a very short wait because everybody is looking at the fireworks. And if you're on the roller coaster, sometimes you can see the fireworks depending on where you are. Um, yeah, on when the you ride. that one hill and you can look at the castle, that's such and a beautiful can, view. Yeah. yeah. Yep. So now it's going to be little, a long line now that you told everybody, Mike. Nah, no. I think I think most people will still be like, that's okay. You all go ahead. I'm going to watch the fireworks. Well, I mean, we still get a pretty good view from there anyway. Yeah. Yep. So anyway. That's a great choice. Good choice, Sophie. Good Thank choice. Thank you. Number two for me is a mindset. Nice. Okay. And, and this is what I think makes... Main Street USA stand out on its own. Um, you walk under the train tracks to enter the park, to really enter the park. And as soon as you walk under the train tracks, you have left Florida behind and you have entered Disney. Thank God for that. You know, yes. you have entered this brand new world. Yes. And you're and you're all of a sudden you're immersed. You've got people, you've got music that you didn't hear on the other side of the train tracks. You've got all this stuff going on and it's just like, "Whoa, what happened? Where did Florida go?" And it's gone. And that's to me is perhaps one of the biggest things about Main Street USA. Take the time to soak it in Yeah, absolutely Absolutely So so that is number two for me That's a great choice too Maybe one day I'll write a book About what it would be like to live in Disney World full time Because that does sound like a great idea Yeah That would be so cool Yeah To me anyway Oh yeah So that sounds very good. Self-indulgence. <laughs> Self-indulgence. Okay. okay. Right, we'll take it. Brenda. Well, my number three is the original, the OG thrill ride at Disney. Space, Space Mountain. Space, Space Mountain. Space Mountain is the OG. And another thing I love about it, and this is just a side note, is... The proximity of thrill to leisure in that area in Tomorrowland. So, for instance, Aaliyah and I can go ride Space Mountain while Butch and McKinley ride TTA. And then we can just meet up right out. It's just, it's just, Mm -hmm. you know, it's easy. It's just easy. Yeah. And then we can pop over to the restroom right there and hit the restroom before we go off somewhere else. It's just, you know, the proximity for leisure and thrill is, is really easy because not, you know, you have to admit, not everybody can handle Space Mountain. You're yeah. right. And the TTA is a great right. choice for something to do while somebody, oh, or, or you can go else. over to Buzz Lightyear or something like that. But I, I would always choose the TTA. But, yeah. And, <laughs> and everything, no matter what you pick, you're absolutely right. Unless you're walking all the way over to like, um, Cosmic rays or something like that Yeah you know Then you're walking like a mile down the road Or something yeah, but if you're staying like in that Area there's a lot to do in that little Yeah area, absolutely so, Totally Good choice yeah, that's Brenda. my number three Good mm-hmm. choice Thank you all right My number three then and We're moving on to food 
We'll <laughs> hop back over to the rides in a bit. But right now, Sophie's hungry, and so the mind is on food. Uh -huh. <laughs> Sounds like a plan. <laughs> and this part of Frontierland is one that we never even bothered to look at before, but that is the Pecos Bill Cafe. It used to be before the pandemic that we completely glossed over mm -hmm. Frontierland in terms of food, with the exception of maybe a bucket of popcorn here and there. Or but a mainly, turkey leg. Yes, or a turkey leg. But mainly our go-to was the Columbia Harbor House mm -hmm. on we that side that. of the park. Yes. And yes, it was wonderful, but it was closed when Disney reopened in, was it July of 2020? July, yeah, of 2020. Yeah. When Disney reopened, Columbia Harbor House was closed. Yeah. So we were forced to find somewhere else to eat and quickly because it was hot and we were hungry because we skipped breakfast that day by mistake. So we went to the closest area that we found, which was over in Frontierland, and that was Pecos Bill. And not only were we surprised by how big it was inside, but the food there is really, really good. And even though my go-to is the Kids Mill mac and cheese there, it is still extremely good, and I'm hungry, so Pecos Bill for me, please. That's okay. great. Have y'all had the nachos over there? I have. Got that big, huge thing of nachos? Nachos <laughs> there for 10 people. I yeah. remember the greatest Disney sandwich episode. And my dad kept on making the argument that that nachos were a sandwich because you could put I got one you. chip and cheese and meat and another chip and you've got I a sandwich. That. I had forgotten oh, that. Good oh job gosh, remembering that. that. Sophie, you scare me to death, I swear. With that memory? Oh my gosh. I know. It's not easy for me to forget it because Jake and kept on arguing with me on your behalf, Daddy, about how nachos <laughs> are not a sandwich. And I'm like, Jake, and I'm not the person you need to be arguing with about this. <laughs> hey, you know what? When did we do that? We did that probably oh, like go. last year. Yeah. And we're still talking about it. That's funny. That is that is some my that is some brand recognition right there. Yep, yep. That's yep. like a commercial that never goes out of your mind. That's right. <laughs> That's so the funny. The show is built on memories. The more memories we make on this show, the better it gets. Yeah, That's right. Absolutely. <laughs> I'm going to, you know what, next time I see Jake, I'm going to be like, hey, I had a nacho sandwich the other day. <laughs> no. <laughs> oh, gosh. You can tell her, oh, that's nacho typical typical sandwich there. Yeah. <laughs> oh, he made that pun. He made that pun. You remembered the pun. <laughs> okay, but wait. This nacho wait. sandwich is my sandwich. <laughs> wait, wait, hang on. Imagine this, two slices of Texas toast, mm. a bunch of cheese and nacho stuff in between, that would make a sandwich. Yeah. And yeah. that would be kind of good, I think. Okay. Very good. All we'll right. Done. Back to topic. Back to topic. <laughs> oh, Mike's up this time. It's my turn for number three. And I just started laughing because Sophie said I'm switching to food. And what's interesting is on my little post-it note here, 
Number three is food. Oh, there you go. <laughs> and for number three for me is Tony's Town Square Restaurant. And Brenda, little insider trading, little insider information that oh, many people cool. probably don't know about. Tony's Town Square Restaurant was the very first table service reservation that we ever had. Oh. Cindy, Sophie, and I. We, yeah. we drove down. For our first trip when we stayed on property, we had a reservation for Tony's, but we were getting there later than we thought we would. And our concierge at the at um, Coronado called over to the restaurant and said, hey, we got a family. They're running a little late and they Aww. booked us for a later time and we ate at Tony's. And that was our very first sit down meal at Disney. Oh, sweet memory. So. That's why that. it's number three on my list. Very nice. I yeah. love that. I knew you would. Disney is just full of memories, family memories, special family memories. Oh, speaking of a special family memory, memory, yeah. my number four uh-huh. is the only ride that my youngest son cared about at all for our first trip when he was six years old. Whoa. Oh. He looked forward to it. He talked about it all the time. That was all he wanted to get to. And it was the Tomorrowland Speedway. Oh, my gosh. He wanted to drive the car. That's all (laughs) he cared about. And I have so many pictures of him on that trip driving that car. He was so excited. He had a missing tooth. (laughs) (laughs) So. So cute. Wonderful memories of Tomorrowland Speedway. You know, Tomorrowland Speedway, we we don't even... I mean, we don't focus on that at all anymore, but that one trip, oh, that's that was his total it was focus. It. You know, you know, yep, one of yes. our sayings, Brenda and I say it all the time, is it's everyone's vacation. That's right. And that that's was right. that's what he wanted to do on his vacation. Yeah. Make it happen. That's know? right. That's, yep. We it made it happen for him, little, are, little dude. Whether it's Sophie's twenty first birthday, <laughs> it's still Everyone else has a, has something they want to do yeah. in addition to celebrating her. And so it's everyone's yes. vacation. It yep. is everyone's vacation. You know, and I'm we're just still glad you be all can join her. it. I'm just glad you all can join me on it because you being there is all I need. Yeah. Sweet. It's going to be an awesome blowout trip. Yes. What a yes. celebration. Um, so that was the thing about it is it's funny is the tomorrow is Speedway. Would never be on my list. I don't like the smell from the exhaust. No, I don't either. Everything like that. And, and I mean, I think we wrote it once when Sophie wanted to drive. And maybe, and I mean, it is what it is. <laughs> Joshua was laser focused on that. That is awesome. It was, it was a great, it was a great thing to be able to do for him. Because yeah. we don't have anything like that around here. Yeah. So. Yeah. That's awesome. Yep. <laughs> good, good one, Brenda. Yep. Now he's 28. <laughs> and he drives his own car. He doesn't have to worry about a Tomorrowland Speedway car. <laughs> That's right. That's right. <laughs> All right. That was it for my number four. Sophie's turn. All right. Number four. I actually switched out my number four and my number five. And this one, I have it where it is because of a... um story that I remembered 
And what I'm talking about is the utility tours that are specifically in Frontierland. Ah. And the reason I associate the utility doors with Frontierland is because of the story that actually brought about why they are in the Magic Kingdom to begin with. And it happens all the way back in Disneyland, where Walt saw a cowboy oh. in uh -huh. Tomorrowland. Uh-oh. Mm -hmm. And so he decided he... As cool as space cowboys are, he decided that he wanted a way to keep the park operations out of guest sight so that it did not detract from the experiences they had. And so I'm actually going to tell you a bunch of stuff that I learned about the Utilidors while I was researching for this um, episode. So did you know that the utility doors are actually not a basement sublevel underneath the parks. They huh. are underneath the parks, but because of the water levels that Disney World was built on, they are actually the first floor and there are gradual slopes that go upwards when you enter into the Magic Kingdom and you, the guest, are always on the second floor and above. That's right. Mm -hmm. That's Florida and Texas living for you. Exactly. Yep. <laughs> and you never notice it because the slopes are so gradual, you don't realize that you're walking up. And the doors, when you when you are a cast member and you're using them, they're color coded so that you know which area of the park you're in. And when I was doing research, I learned that there are a bunch of other things beneath the um in the utility doors there are cast member cafeterias there's a large the largest wardrobe in operation today in the world down there they have a hair salon they have audition rooms and they have a bunch of administrative offices it is practically its own underground like town or office building down there mm -hmm. And that is, that just makes me so excited because I desperately want to work at Disney. So I desperately want to experience them for myself. And the reason, well, I already told you, the reason that I associate them with Frontierland is because of the cowboy trying to get through Tomorrowland to get to his post. So they're, they're Frontierland to me. And also because I think at the back of the Diamond Horseshoe, is one of the most commonly used utilidors by the Disney staff in the parks. Cool. I don't know. I've, I've never done the tour that takes you down there. And yeah. that's one of the things I you would like to do. To that. do at some you need point. to do that. The Keys of the Kingdom tour, there's a lot of history down there. Aside yeah. from all the things that Sophie mentioned, the like the photographs and stuff on the wall, there's a lot of history down there. Mm-hmm. So do the Keys yeah. of the Kingdom tour when you go down for Mickey's Not So Scary. Do those yeah. two things. Maybe. I mean, they're at Magic Kingdom, so you could knock yeah. them out. Yeah. Okay. Just an idea. That's a good idea. It's a great tour. All right. All well, right. good choice, Sophie. Yeah. Thank you. Um, number four for me is another restaurant. And it's one that I like a lot. And I liked it especially when the characters were there. 
and I look forward to them being back. And I don't know exactly when, but that's the Crystal Palace. Yes. The Crystal Palace is... I know a lot of people say, well, it's a big old heavy buffet and whatnot. And sure it is. But you you decide how much you want to eat of that buffet. And you decide what you want to eat from that buffet. And the characters walking by, I, I've got memories of Sophie hugging Pooh and Tigger and Eeyore. And I, I picture, yeah, and pictures of her in her Jasmine costume with with Pooh. And I mean, it just goes on and on. And then walking around on the parade route when they would do the parade route. So those sorts of memories will never leave. That's right. <laughs> And, and the food why, is really good too. And and the food is good too. Yeah. So so that's you know. That's what makes it extra special. Yeah. 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 So. Great choice. Thanks. Plus so the building is gorgeous. Yes. The whole building is gorgeous. It absolutely yeah. is. That's the other thing about it. Absolutely yeah. right. All right, well, Brenda. Number five on my list is the last ride or attraction on my list, and that is Tron, which is coming, we think, in 2023, and I cannot wait, especially when you ride the TTA and you see how it's progressing. That ride is going to be so awesome. Yeah. It is just going to be fabulous. So I'm very excited about that, and that's why it made my list, because it's a great new coming attraction that's going to be well-loved, I'm sure, by all the guests of Magic Kingdom. Oh, yeah. Yes. Absolutely. And you know how busy Space Mountain gets? Yeah. I think when Tron opens, I think that might be a really neat opportunity for... More guests to experience Space Mountain than had in the past, or, or at least with a less line. You know, it yeah, might cut might. down on those lines some. I don't know. We'll see. I don't know. We'll have to see, but I'm excited for it. Yeah. So that's my number five. That is a great number five. I think, hey. I think when Tron comes out, Space Mountain's line is just going to be like walk right on. I don't know. Space Mountain, I don't know. That's the OG, though. That's that's people, you yeah. know, people who visited as kids. That's yeah. probably the one of the rides they remember the most. So they'll always want to share that with their family, I think. But, you oh, know. Yeah. Who knows? I just who knows? remember when Disney World first reopened, all of the rides were walk right on. Yeah, I'm so jealous of y'all's trip. And oh, my <laughs> goodness gracious. Oh, my that gosh. Is... There were like 10 people in the park. That was the yeah. best. And we were three of them. I know. <laughs> I am so jealous of that, that trip. So awesome. I tell you, I would have oh, loved to have been there during that time. Time that, machines, Brenda. That's right. Time machines. Yeah. That's right. But that, I mean, just because of all the circumstances around it, that vaulted that trip up to like top three. For sure. Ever, yes. You know, top three ever. So. Yep. Yep. All, All right, right Sophie. Well, no, what's your number five, Sophie? My number five, we're going back to rides now. Okay. And this one is also something that I was thinking about pretty hard when you mentioned the not-so-scary Halloween party. Because this one involves the costume that I want to wear for it. <laughs> oh, cool. 
I'm talking about the country bear jamboree. Cute. And when, and specifically, there says very cute little big girl in and the her name show is Trixie. I yeah. love Trixie. Trixie is an angel. She's a doll, and I adore her. So, when my dad said that he was not dressing up for the Halloween party, I got to thinking, hmm, that means no group costumes, which means I have free reign to do whatever I want. And I already have the, the blue tutu that Trixie wears, so I figured... Let's do Trixie. I can do it, and I love her. And now that I'll be 21 come that trip, maybe I'll be able to carry around a little wine glass with some grape juice in it. <laughs> probably <laughs> not, but one Cute. can dream. Yeah. <laughs> It'd probably have to be plastic. I was going to say, make it a plastic wine, wine glass, yeah. 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 I That's love cute. Trixie. I love the country bears. That's great. That's a great number five. You know, it, it's to me, in my mind, and I love the country bears too now, but it used to be the kind of thing that I, I was just like, we to me, going to Frontierland meant, meant going to Splash Mountain and Big Thunder Mountain Railroad. And the rest was kind of just like, whatever, you know? And now it's like country bears is like, had a revival in me and it's it's like must do every trip and i don't yeah. know why it wasn't before but it's just kind of like it's just kind of like come back yeah it's gotten right back up front and center again in my mind yeah. and perhaps even more than it ever had been so that's so great. it's kind of cool that it's done that so so yeah, great choice, Sophie. Yeah. Great yeah. Choice. Number five for me is at a restaurant that's quick service, but it's not necessarily the restaurant itself. It is the piano player at Casey's Corner. Yeah. I absolutely yeah. love. I got a picture of him when he was playing once, and it is so cool. You just grab your hot dog, you come outside, and you see the piano player, and he's there certain times during the day, and he's playing on the piano. It's an upright piano, and it's just like it just brings it all home, you know. It's like it's like the cherry on top of the Sunday. Yeah, is what it is because you get the music that's the the music of Main Street. You get that that entertainment value while you're eating your hot dog or whatever. And it's just really, it's just like right there. So the Casey's Corner piano player to me is even better than the Casey's Corner itself. So that's a great choice. That's yeah. You can get five. the little weenie corn doggy things while you're out there too. Uh -huh. Hey, Daddy, fun fact I don't know if you knew this, but I learned uh -huh. that every day when the cast members that are working at Casey's Corners open it up, before all the customers come in, right when it's about to open, they all go out into that area and sing Take Me Out to the Ball Game. Oh, sweet. And there will be someone that plays that piano. Wow. Yeah, every single morning. Every That's single awesome. morning. That's awesome. That is great. awesome. 
Yeah. That is great. That is really great. Yay. Thank you, Sophie, for sharing that. No problem. All right. Uh, Brenda. On to number six. Number Number six. six Actually, number six for me is food. (laughs) Hey, we got there. We got there. We finally got out of the attractions and rides and now into the food. And there's only one for me on my food list. And that is Cosmic Rays, of course. Cosmic Rays Starlight Cafe. And I I love a hamburger. I love a good burger. But I'm picky about them. But they do have great burgers there. Mm-hmm. But what my favorite things about Cosmic Rays are, number one, they're one of the places that carry the special sippers. And I love to get the special sippers. And number two, they're carrying the Cheshire Cattail, which I love. And oh. they started carrying it when they closed down the Cheshire Cattail little kiosk yeah. thing over there. And they mm-hmm. still carry it. So I love that for dessert. A good burger's great. And I love my sippers. So that's why I put Cosmic Rays on here. You know, Cosmic Rays is an awesome place. Um, it's big. Yes, huge. It's got all the different stations, burgers, yep, chicken, sandwiches, whatever, however they do it. I can't remember exactly. You've yep. got um seating inside and outside. Seating inside and outside, and you've got the show. Yeah, the, the show by the animatronic uh-huh. dude. Uh-huh. Yep. Um, so it's just really it's just a great venue. And it's a great way to get off your feet for a while. And, and and there's enough seating so a lot of people can do that. So, yeah, it's a great – there's something for everyone there. Yep. So. That's true. Yep. So that's it for my number six. Good choice, Brenda. Thank you. Very good choice. Thank you. All right, my number six then. Yes. Mm-hmm. We're hopping across the creek to Tom Sawyer Island. Oh, yeah. Fun, fun, fun. Absolutely. And this is more of reminiscing when I was small. Uh Er. (laughs) I love to spend time on Tom Sawyer Island. It was specifically the caves. The caves were known as the pirate caves, and it was fun to think that you could go into those dark nooks and crannies and possibly find a pirate or some treasure. Yeah. And it was just very fun. I liked exploring it. It never got old until I got older. (laughs) Yeah, you can have a picnic over there even. Take some food over there. Yeah, you can. There's a huge deck over the, it's sort of like a pier, I guess. And goodness gracious, what are they doing outside? I don't know. Uh, It's like a pier and you can just eat there. It's a good place to relax. I agree. Sometimes you just need to get away a little bit. Yeah. And that's a great place to have all kind of special stuff remind you of Huck Fair. That's one of the... That's one of the places that's uh, that's a stop and smell the roses kind of place yeah. where where, you know, you're going over there to take a load off to just relax. You're not waiting in line to to ride Haunted Mansion or Splash Mountain or something like that. You're just let's take a break and let's go to Tom Sawyer Island. Yeah. You know, really good. Good choice. Of- yes, a very good choice. Thank you. 
my number six is a shopping venue. Oh. And some of mine down here on the home stretch are getting into that. But um, number six for me is the Emporium. Yes. And I love it because yes. you've got the, you know, not all of them are called the Emporium, but they're all under that umbrella. And right. you can start right up by Casey's and you can keep browsing through without walking on Main Street. You just walk through the shops all the way through until you get to Town Square and you can see what see what catches your eye and see what souvenirs you're going to buy to bring home with you. And yeah, there's just a lot there. And it's a neat way to kind of browse around when the park is emptying and people are starting to head towards the buses or the monorail or whatever. So yeah. it's just a really neat way to kind of just kind of wind down from your day. So, you so can the pretty much find anything there. Say that again. You can pretty much find anything there. There's so much variety of, of merchandise. Yeah. yeah. So Emporium is on my list at number six. Good choice. Yes. Yay. Emporium right. is always a must-do. Mm-hmm. Sure. Yeah. Absolutely. Well, yep. now I'm okay. getting into experiences and other stuff for Tomorrowland. Okay. So for number seven, I put the Tomorrowland Terrace Dessert Party, which I really like. I don't do that every trip, obviously. It's pretty expensive, but I really enjoy doing the dessert party sometimes. And especially if, like, we take someone for a special occasion or it's someone's first time in there with us or something like that, we might enjoy something like that. So the dessert party, we we don't do the one where we sit and then watch it, sit and eat and watch it. We do the one where we have the desserts and then we go to the special viewing area. It's okay. a little less expensive, but we enjoy uh-huh. doing that. So. Yeah. And they have a, they used to be that the only one you could do was sit and while you and eat right. while you watch. Right. Yeah. Um, and so it's, I think that's one of the good things that Disney did in adding the others, because you can do a pre one where you eat your desserts beforehand and go, mm-hmm. or you can, do the special the special the ab- viewing and yeah. then do the desserts after so it gives some flexibility you know yeah it does yeah. several different choices yeah so that's and, my and you're right those are those are more um price conscious yeah yeah so it's pretty expensive depending on how many people are in the party so it's a special yeah. treat for sure yeah but it's it's great exactly i mm-hmm. like it that's my number seven Good choice, Brenda. Thank Good you. Choice. All right. My number seven then. Yay. And this one, this one is just good. And it also runs through Liberty Square. And it's one that Aunt Brenda talked about last week. But it's the parade route. The parade yeah. route, especially the cavalcades when you're waiting on the country bears for the show to start and you haven't gone into the theater yet and you're just waiting out in that main room and you just glance out the window and boom, princesses. That's yeah. right. Yeah. Yeah. And it's great. Yeah. And, you know, one of the things um, post-COVID reopening that was really neat that I hope they still do um, was how um, like when we'd be walking in Frontierland and you look up and there's liver lips 
and some of the country bears on the top of on the second story of the country bear jamboree waving at the people you know yeah and and that was just really neat and it kind of plays into the same thing with the parade you know it's almost like their own little sidebar kind of thing yeah mm-hmm. i have so. video of mckinley interacting with them and they were blowing kisses at each other it's the most precious memories. yeah sweetest thing yeah sweetest so it's a good choice, Sophie. Yeah. yeah Any, anytime right. we can get some parade action or some cavalcade action or anything like Character that. Interaction, yeah. It's really neat. It's really good that you because that's what that's what makes I mean that's what makes sets them apart from going to some other amusement yeah. park wherever you're going, you know, bush gardens or whatever. Yeah. You know, those these sorts of things is what sets it apart. That's so, right. Good that's choice. Great choice. You know. And I think my number seven is going to be one that Sophie is really going to gravitate on. Um, yeah. And that would be the Main Street Confectionery because mm. who doesn't want some sweets? <gasps> who doesn't want oh. sweets? <laughs> and, you know, they closed it to redo it and now it's reopened and. Golly, there is just so much to choose in there. <laughs> Listen to my antiquated, antiquated speech. Golly. <laughs> hey, that works for us. Golly yeah. gee. Yeah, mm-hmm. but gosh, there's some good stuff in there. That's for you know? sure. And, and, and you it's almost so pretty, get, even all the colors yeah. of all the lollipops and everything. Just beautiful. Oh, yeah. You almost get overpowered. You almost can't make a choice. There's so many to choose from. Yeah. So. Yeah. But so you have to get a bunch and share. Exactly. Or or not, depending on how you've been that day. <laughs> I guess so. Yeah. That's a great yeah. choice. Makes me want to get there even faster, actually. <laughs> so the Main Street Confectionery. Yeah. Great choice. Well, moving into my number eight is just the feel of Tomorrowland. It's the neon lights that light it all up at night, and it just makes it futuristic looking and just awesome. It's just cool to Uh be out there, hanging out there. It's just a great feeling, you know, the decor and the way they did all the lights and all the, like, skyway looking kind of things. It just looks neat. Yeah, and that stupid yeah. astro orbiter that everyone knows I hate, but it looks cool <laughs> at night. Unfortunately, it 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 is it is not my attraction. It's not my jam, but it does look really cool at night. Absolutely, it does. Yeah, darn it. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? Enjoy it for that, Brenda. Yeah, I don't mind looking at it. Yeah. There you go. See, yep. we found cool. something we like about the astro orbiter. That's Brenda. right. It looks cool. <laughs> And the fact that I don't have to go on it is a blessing. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Yep. So that, that's my number eight. Good choice. That's a good number eight. <laughs> yeah. So all right, what's number eight for you. It's also going on that overall feel of the park, mm-hmm. but at the same time. I still love Liberty Square. So this is mainly about how easily it blends together with Liberty Square. 
You do not realize that you are entering a different section of the park until you're in that other section. Yeah. That's true. Yeah. You know, like the Liberty Square over by the by the riverboat. Mm-hmm. And then you've got that separate walkway that kind of goes alongside the, the rivers yep. of tomorrow and um the rivers of America, I mean. And that just kind of it's it's almost Mind like its own in. little walking trail kind of thing, right in the middle of a park. Yep. And and next thing you know, you're in Frontierland. You didn't even realize it, just like you said, Sophie. Yeah, because yeah, the handrails go from like the white, you know, wood handrails to the like the wooden kind of log cabiny wooden kind. You're right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and you don't even notice. And I I don't think I ever noticed. So I'm gonna I'm gonna have to kind of see where that differentiation where the delineation is and that way i can say here we are in liberty square here we're in frontier land yeah because that's kind of piquing my interest now there you you go so something to look for good choice yeah yeah good choice sophie thank you all right number nine number eight isn't it Number eight eight? for me. Number eight for me. You're right. Um, Number eight for me, and this is, we're back to food, or we're still on food. Food is good. Um, This is, this is my own special, gotta have it once a trip at least, but usually once a trip, gotta have some popcorn. And the absolute best place to get popcorn and a Diet Coke is the popcorn (laughs) cart by the Chamber of Commerce. Right as you're about to leave the park. Yeah. Yeah. It is the absolute, I don't know what it is. I guess they just make popcorn every five minutes, whether they need to or not, because you always smell and it's always hot and it's always fresh and it is always absolutely delicious. Yeah. So that is, that's where it's at for me. The popcorn cart by the Chamber of Commerce. Yes. Yep. Fresh popcorn. Mm. Yes, oh, yes, man. yes. Everything tastes better at Disney. Everything. So that's number yep. eight on my list. Very good. Now I'm getting hungry. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dear. You're not going to like me for my number nine. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Well, my number nine actually has nothing to do with food because I'm I'm off of food now. But it is the dance party. That happens on the stage right oh, there next to Tomorrowland. Yes, because especially during like Mickey's Not So Scary or Mickey's Very Merry Christmas Party, those dance parties are a lot of fun, and it's a yeah. way for the kids to expend their energy. And the characters are on the stage, and it's just such a fun time. Yeah, yeah. you're right. You're right. That is. Yep, it's a lot of fun. It is a lot of fun. I remember. In 2011, when we were there with Aunt Nancy and Uncle Otis and Grandma Sherry and Anna Jane, and um, I saw they were they were doing music and they were dancing at Club Six Two Six, and Nancy and Mommy started started dancing a little bit. It was yeah. so cute. I was like, so oh, fun. <laughs> yeah. That's so. like the only time I could dance with my grandkids unless, you know, unless we're being silly in the living room, which is, you know, it's not very often, but it's a lot of fun out there. Yeah. And it raises your spirits. It's like a, a pick-me-up. Yeah. That could be partly because you're expending the energy and doing some exercise. I don't know. Maybe the endorphins start flowing, but it's a fun time. It is a fun time. 
Yeah. What more can one ask for? I'm exactly. telling you, more fun at Disney. All right. So Sophie, number nine on your list. Number nine, and I did have to um reach out a little bit oh. to try and get to ten. Oh. I'll admit. Okay. But I got there, and by doing so, I'm including a land that technically isn't Frontierland, but it's over in Disneyland, and it has no Disney World counterpart, and it's still very similar to mm-hmm. Frontierland, so I'm going to include it, and I'm talking about the small little corner of the park known as Critter Country. Aww, yeah. I love Critter yeah. Country. Yeah. I, I, I'll, I'll allow it. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Because think about <laughs> like I'm in charge, right? <laughs> yeah. Think about Critter Country in Disneyland is it was originally called Bear Country. And its crown its crown jewel of that entire little section of the park was the Country Bear Jamboree. Yeah. And the Country Bear Jamboree is in Frontierland in Disney World, so I see no reason why this technically isn't part of Frontierland. But I'm yeah. not talking about one of the rides in Critter Country because honestly, it only has like three. <laughs> so I'm talking instead about this little shop there, and it's called Pooh Bear's Corner. Well, Pooh's Corner. Pooh's Corner, yeah. But like Winnie the Pooh. Because mm-hmm. Winnie the Pooh is actually in Critter Country over in Disneyland. And the thing about Pooh's po- Corner is that it is a confectionery. Okay. Yeah. It sells desserts and they are so good. They're so yummy and they're so tasty looking. They sell these things called Tigger Tails. I don't yeah. know what they're made of, but they look really yummy. I can tell you like what they're Tigger made of. Steel. They put marshmallows on a stick, they oh. dip it in chocolate, and then they put sugar coated orange sugar all on the outside and you can only get tigger tails at that one place you can't get them at disney world at all whoa see see it's a great thing it's a great thing and i have tried to make those at home before and they didn't look perfect but they taste good (laughs) (laughs) thank you okay now you know sophie a good choice i'm gonna i think that's a great choice because we don't often talk a whole lot about disneyland and there are obviously a little bits of differences but that's that's a one way that we're bringing those together and so yeah and especially you know not everybody knows about those 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 kinds of things you can only get at disneyland right in that one area and Hmm. you know that's important to know that Somebody's is. got a trip coming up and they're going to be looking for those ticker tails. Oh, Absolutely. yeah. Absolutely. Okay. Good choice. Thank well, you. I have, I have yummy choice. I have one more food item. I, I'm flipping what I was going to talk about on number nine because I think it's best that I talk about that as my closing, my closing argument, so to speak. But yes. anyway, number nine on my list is the plaza ice cream parlor and if you want you can include the plaza restaurant in that but i'm specifically thinking about the ice cream sundae the banana split that i had yeah oh my gosh that was so good yeah and you can get that at the ice cream parlor without having to have a reservation so but the plaza Mm. the plaza ice cream parlor is 
is on my list. That's number nine. And that's the end of my food. Yum. Yum. So. I that is that awesome. That's a great one. Yes. Thank ice cream you. is always yummy. Oh, and I think I, I think when I was describing the Tigger Tails, I said they were dipped in chocolate. They're dipped in caramel. I don't know oh. if I said caramel or chocolate, but it's you caramel. You said chocolate, chocolate. But Okay, caramel. it's caramel. Ooh. Yes. Caramel. That yummy. makes it even better. But Absolutely. the banana split sounds TDF too. Mm, yummy. Mm-hmm. I need one of those. It's calling my name. <laughs> All right. So Brenda. Oh, my number 10. Number 10. What's number 10? Number 10 is the bridge to Tomorrowland. Ooh. Oh, yeah. Number 10 is one of in my mind is one of the two best picture spots in all of the park. Mm -hmm. You stand on the bridge with the castle in the background. And that is one of the best picture spots. It Mm -hmm. is beautiful. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Beautiful. Absolutely. You are absolutely spot on on that. Yep. And when she's flying, Tinkerbell would come right over your head. Yeah. Yeah. So. Yeah. Because she would leave the castle and come down somewhere in Tomorrowland. Yep. You kind of. I don't know where. Just in time. Because I'm not privy to that knowledge, but, but that's yeah. you know that's what would happen. So. So the yeah. picture spot is my number ten. That's it for me. All right, Sophie. What's number ten for you? Number 10 for me also is in Disneyland. Okay. Because this is where Fantasmic takes place in Disneyland. It takes place in Frontierland. Because they don't have the Hollywood Studios area over there. So that is the only version of Fantasmic that I have seen in person. Mm -hmm. Because I was there that night when it was playing. And so because of that, because I love Fantasmic so much, it is my number 10 on this list because it's in Frontierland. I cannot wait to see it at Disney World, finally. I've wanted to see it for, like, five ever. (laughs) Yeah. uh, Well, it's come back. Yep. Now let's see if we can get it. Very good. That's a great choice. That is a great choice. That is a great choice. And you're right. um, Fantasmic. uh, It's a different. I I haven't seen Fantasmic at Hollywood Studios either. I've only seen it at Disneyland. And it is. It's a different. Experience. Because you're not having to get a Fantasmic Dining or wait in lines forever to make sure you can get a seat in the amphitheater at Hollywood Studios. It's it's like, you know, you're walking by and you, it's almost like yeah. it's just more like a regular show. And you're like, hey, it's going to be coming on soon. Let's just hang out here a little bit and see it. And you just do that. And it's really kind of neat. Get to. Yeah. It it's, is. It's, it's much easier to accommodate and much easier accessible so yes um great you know in doing my research for main street i always had wondered where does main street start and where does it end and you know the 
obviously we know it starts in town square you know right after you come underneath the train tracks you're in main street um but i had always wondered if the hub was considered part and the hub is the at the end right before the castle where you've got all the different spokes going to the different other lands and i had always wondered if that was part of main street usa and it turns out on the disney world website on the maps it is considered part of main street usa so so that to me is cool and that's why crystal palace is considered part of main street usa but um number 10 for me is is the closing argument i called it because in town square you've got roy and minnie mouse sitting at the bench and at the hub you've got walt and mickey looking back down main street and it's like how can you not end with those two perfect bookends you know that's right how can you not have that as and i originally had written it number nine and i'm like wait a minute there's (laughs) no way that could be number nine yeah that needs to be that needs to be number 10 because that needs to be the one thing that you remember out of my list of 10 the number 10 needs to be walt and mickey and roy and minnie yes you know and i'm i'm telling you i ran out of paper on my post-it note i could have gone on forever i could have talked about the rocking chairs on outside of tony's and outside of the character spot where you can go meet mickey mouse and how we came out of tony's and we sat down on the rocking chairs and all of a sudden the music from up was playing and i'm like yeah i'm just gonna sit here and i'm gonna love life that's right because it was absolutely the perfect timing you know you couldn't have planned it better couldn't have you know so it's just there's so many things in in all of our lands that we've talked about but but there's so many more that we could have talked about you know yes ending on the partners is fantastic yes so so that's number 10 on my list and that wraps up our feature topic and that wraps up our look at the lands of the magic kingdom and you know we're gonna do this in a month or two we'll probably look at um some of the things at epcot as far as maybe the maybe we'll talk more about the neighborhoods maybe we'll head over to hollywood studios and talk about the different areas there you know and and kind of build on this a little bit and give people this knowledge of what's in the areas that they might want to be interested in so so that wraps up our feature topic and thank you ladies for joining me on that thank you now it's time for this day in disney history so sophie what do you got for us well i got something very special and it takes place in 1860 goodness wow yes where the novelist james m barry was born in Kirmere, Scotland, and he is the creator of Peter Pan. Oh, yeah. His famous character first appeared in The Little White Bird, a novel for adults published in 1902. 
Barry's book attained prominence and longevity due to several chapters written about the character and mythology of Peter Pan. What on earth? It, the slide changed on me for a second. There we Sorry. go. Those chapters were later published separately as Peter Pan in Kensington Gardens as a children's book. Barry's 1911 novel, Peter and Wendy, was actually first produced as a successful stage play in 1904 under the title Peter Pan or The Boy Who Wouldn't Grow Up. Since featuring the character in their 1953 animated film, Walt Disney has continued to use Peter Pan as one of their traditional characters, featuring him in the sequel film Return to Neverland, in their parks as a meet-and-greet character, and as the focus of the Fantasyland dark ride Peter Pan's flight. Yep. Yeah. It's also featured in Mickey's Magic, which is a great segment of that one. Uh-huh. Absolutely. It is. I it's a small ride, part of it. Attraction. It's a small part of it, but... Yep. Um, so man, many small I, I parts love, make up such a great show. Yeah. Yes. I love Peter Pan's flight. You know, it's just, it's just so yeah. cool. I love it's one it. of those must dos for every trip. Yes. Yeah. And must dos because that line is going to kill you. So plan <laughs> on that. Goodness. Yeah. Yep. All right. Well, I have a really cool. Did you know? I'm not did you know. Who's who? Stump the soap. Uh-oh. Let's see if you guys can get it. Are you ready, Sophie? Bring it on. Okay. Remember, Brenda got last week's. That was a fluke. No. <laughs> <laughs> <It's> not. <laughs> Let's go. Well, this character, I think you're going to get it. And I think it's going to be easier than I think it is. This character is the resident hippie. Phil from Cars. Yeah, but his name's not Phil. Keep going. There's more to Phil. Because his name is... Phil Moore. Oh. (laughs) There's more to Phil. (laughs) There's more to Phil. That counts. That counts. I won that. Yes, you did with that one. I was going to see if you were going to get it because um, I was going to add my my next clue was he had special flavors of brew. <laughs> and then the last clue was that he had a love bead and tie dye room that you could enjoy his brews in. <laughs> But the, yeah. but the whole the whole thing is Fillmore is Radiator Springs resident hippie, a believer in individuality and all things natural. He brews his own organic fuel and preaches about its many benefits. Vitus, visitors can try Fillmore's special flavors in the tasting room behind his love bead and tie-dye covered geodesic dome. His many conspiracy theories and naturally unkempt yard drive his neighbor Sarge absolutely crazy. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, Fillmore. Yep. Fillmore from Cars. <laughs> awesome. Very good, Sophie. Thank good you. Job. <laughs> Great job. 
Great yeah. job. There's more to fill. <laughs> There's more to fill. That's F-I-L-L. hilarious. There we go. you go. That was a no good more. pun, Daddy. That was really good. And I didn't even try to do a pun. It just kind of came that way. That is too funny. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Uh, more to fill. Hey, there's more to Walt. You know what? There is there's more to Walt. There's a little, a little bitty Walt quote that I used for today because it was just timely. Yeah. And it is, tomorrow is a heck of a thing to keep up with. Oh, and yeah. that is what yes. Walt Disney said when he was talking about his vision and plans for Tomorrowland at Disneyland, which opened on July 2nd, 1967. Wow. Yeah. And since I was talking about Tomorrowland, it fit perfectly, and that's why I used it. Exactly. I love it. Great. Way to pull that together, man. Hey, hey, hey. I Golly. love it. I, I stand amongst greatness or sick <laughs> sitting right Don't now. You, and I just, Kiss my I ring. just can't <laughs> compare. You know, Daddy, you are perfectly comparable to us. Yes. Oh, well, thank you. Thank you. That's wonderful. All right. Well, my friends, we hope you have had enjoyed our show. I know that we enjoy producing it. So even if you didn't like it, we don't care. We we still like it. <laughs> no, we do care, but we do like it. Yeah. yeah. We but care. We hope like it. <laughs> we care about you as long as like you're you're enjoying it because then that means you'll stick around and become part of our little family that's right everyone that's watching is part of our family and we hope you all have a great week next week we are going to get into some more finalizing our trip details for our june trip and the week after that i'm hoping that we are going to have two very special guests to talk about a certain attraction and a preview that they might be doing. So that will be down the road. More about that, hopefully next week. But um, anyway, she's Sophie. That's Brenda. He's Grogu. And I'm Mike. And we hope you all have a great week. And we will... See you on the road. Bye. Bye. Bye, everyone.